Welcome to It's Absolutely All About You with your host, Eileen Nunez. Our program is based on Eileen's book of the same name. Today, you'll learn about the greatness that lives within you and how to bring that greatness forth to live a most successful and rewarding life. Now, here's Eileen Nunez. Good afternoon. Happy Friday to everybody. This is Eileen Nunez with It's Absolutely All About You. I hope you've had an amazing week and getting ready for the weekend. We had 4th of July, so it was a nice break on Monday. I hope everybody had an opportunity to spend it with family, friends, and and definitely enjoy yourselves um, on that one Monday um, for Independence Day. Um, So we're here today to talk a little bit about emotional healing, and a lot of people cringe when we talk about healing or anything having to do with emotions, right? We rather just think that we don't have those or those don't belong to us. They just belong to other people. But I'm going to make it nice and and easy for you today to begin to assess and understand in your reflections um, what emotional healing is all about and why it's necessary to find this, this place of achieving and actualizing and getting the things that you really want and so that the things that you don't want don't continue to show up. A lot of times people talk to me about the law of attraction and and we've read the book, The Secret, or we've seen the movie, or we've done uh, meditations on the secret of the law of attraction. Um, One of the things that that I have found in my many years of practice, but working with so many people and helping them try to achieve and to apply the the secret and the law of attraction, one of the things that I have found in, in many hours of research is that the person has a lot of difficulties acquiring what they want if they're not in a good emotional state. So what does this mean for us? What does how do we get how do we how do we get to even understand whether we're one of those people or if we're just being um, if there's another interference for us? Well, one of the things that I realized is a lot of times when we want to ask for what it is that we're looking for to show up, whether it's a new job, whether it's a new partner, whether it's um, more money, um, a new career path, whether it's a new house, a new car, whatever it is that we want to begin to focus our mind and our attention to. Many times we find that we look for excuses as to why we don't have it. And for many people that would come to my office and still come to my office today and they will say, well, you know, I don't, I don't want to talk about the law of attraction or I don't want to understand what that is because I've already tried it. I tried it for years and it never worked for me. And so my next question is, well, tell me when it has worked for you. Because if we look that, if we understand that we have at certain points in our lives acquired and achieved what we really wanted and We asked and it showed up and we believe that was just a fluke or that was a coincidence or some of us might believe it was a miracle, but that you had nothing to do with it. We go back and we reassess those situations. And so today we're going to have a little bit of fun with this and we're going to begin to understand how playing this game of really understanding our emotional state and what it is that we're feeling at the time that we're asking so that we can begin to dissolve and delete some of those negative emotions or some of those emotions that are getting in the way so that you don't continue to create the distractions. Okay, we all do this. A lot of people will uh, bring up um, ADD, ADHD, that that work gets thrown around all the time, bipolar. Um, None of this is, is really what this is about. 
It's really taking charge of your thoughts and mainly your emotions so that when these things are coming your way, you can balance yourself through to acquire what it is that you want. I mean, it, it sounds simple, but if you follow the step-by-step program that we're going to be talking about today and how to go from, from one place to another and really understand that you have that much power and you have that much control, then you need to have that much understanding as to what it is that you're doing correctly and what it is that you're, that you're doing erroneously so that you can fix it. Right? We're, looking, we're looking for that quick fix. We live in a society where everything is drive-through. Everybody wants to go in and out. No, nobody has time. Nobody's patient enough. So I'm going to give you guys some information today that is going to be valuable for life. Okay, And so as we begin to assess where, again, does the emotion stem from, a lot of times if we're, we're realizing that the part of our body that gets impacted the most is usually the heart area or the abdominal, usually it's the front, upper part of our body that gets affected the most um, by these negative emotions, whether, again, we're talking about sadness, or we're talking about anger, we're talking about fear, whatever that emotion is that, that you're giving so much attention and power to, that's the emotion that we want to begin to dissolve so that you can manage it better. Because managing the emotion Guess what? When you ask for things, now you're coming through with an open heart. Now you're coming through with this ability to receive because you don't believe that the distractions are going to show up and you don't believe that the excuses that you used to make are even necessary in this point on. Okay, so you guys are going to take a little bit of, um, you're going to take a, a couple minutes to think about what is the emotion that primarily shows up when you want to attract something or when you're asking um, I don't know, maybe you want a new, a new job, a new, new job opportunity, or you want to move into an, your next career. Or maybe it's as simple as wanting to attract uh, a nice car or, or a boat. We're in the summer. People love boating here in South Florida. So what is it that you would like to attract, right? That's the first thing you want to ask yourself is, what do I want next? And it doesn't have to be a material thing. It could be something, um, even uh, an emotional relationship or a better emotional relationship, maybe a better relationship with, with one of your family members. So when you begin to realize, okay, this is what I want next. This is something that I want to begin to, to apply this technique that Eileen is talking about today. First thing you want to do is identify what you want, okay? The next thing that you're going to do is realize when you're talking about this and when you're thinking about it, what happens to you? Like, is there an emotion? Are you excited? Um, Is there a part of you that feels really good because you can actually see yourself driving this new car or living in this new home or in this new job opportunity? What What is happening to you? Because the first thing that, one of the first things that happens is that we begin to envision, right? Visualization is, is key. It's so powerful when we can envision ourselves already there. But even when we try to envision ourselves already there or already having this, this new um, exciting um, item that we've attracted to our lives, the anxiety, the fear, the nervousness begins to consume us and we begin to feel it in certain areas of our body. For some, it may feel like there's a lot of tension in your head right now. Um, for others, you may just feel a, lo- a level or a sense of panic. Oh yeah, I can get the car, but I can't afford it. Don't have the money for it. 
Um, so whatever it is that's going on for you at this time is also very necessary because the more you identify and the more awareness and understanding you have as to what gets in the way and what, what is the distraction that happens to you, the simpler it becomes for you to change it and ease it off and really take your power back to, to take charge of the situation. So we've already identified what you want. We've already identified where in your body this emotion is coming up and, and begin to start realizing the kinds of thoughts that you have, okay? Many of us will try creating all sorts of excuses why we can't have it. Don't have the garage. Um, again, I'm not going to have the money to pay for it. Um, they probably don't have the color that I like. Maybe I don't want a 2016 model. Maybe I'm just going to wait for 2017. Um, my spouse or my partner's not going to like it. It doesn't fit my kids. Like We can come up with all sorts of excuses, but I'm not asking you to create excuses. I'm asking you to be true to yourself and realize what is it that you really want and what gets in the way. Because chances are, if it's getting in the way for this, it's gonna get a, it's gonna get in the way for many other things that you want that you wanted to achieve, or that you want to create in your lives. So, really having this moment of assessing and understanding what it is that you do, what is your modality, what kind of patterns have you created that that do this to you, that that you know what you want, you know that you're ready to just go out and get it and attract it to yourselves, but but you've created these emotional, these emotional issues and these, and these thoughts that really get in the way of you, you really receiving and allowing yourself to receive what it is that you really want. And when you do that, it comes with a level of self-destruction. It comes with a level of self-mutilating um, yourselves because you have this dream, you have this passion, you have this idea that you don't allow yourself to manifest because there's something that stops you along the way. So you'll tend to have a lot of really great ideas and a lot of things that you want to put out into the universe and a lot of things you want to attract to yourself, but nothing gets completed. And it's almost like having many projects all open at the same time, but you never get to finish any of them, right? We, we've all had situations where we have the unresolved issues, we have the unfinished business. We've had, you know, projects that were just terminated or done up to a three quarters or half of the way. And then we stop. All of this comes with giving up. And there's no room for giving up in this process of attracting what you really want. There's no opportunity. I can understand that down the road, you know what, oh, maybe that car is not really what I thought it would be because I test drove it and don't like the way it sounds. It's not really comfortable. Um, I don't find that it's, um, it's a right match for me, but at least you went out and you attempted to get what you really wanted. And then you can switch off and pick something else, but you gave yourself the opportunity, your dream of at least driving in it or at least assessing whether that's a good option for you or not. All of that is very powerful because it leaves you connected to the idea that what you want, you're going to get. And again, I'm just talking about the car as an example, but it can be anything. It can be attracting your, your dream vacation. It could be anything. But it, it all starts with, with having this clarity and understanding of the patterns that you have created, the patterns of thought 
and the emotions that you connect to those thoughts. And so for many of us, we may even blame our, our childhood and blame our parents. No, because, you know, my parents never thought it was a good idea, you know, for me to drive a BMW because, you know, it's a $60,000 car and they, they would never, you know, they, they thought that that was just not realistic. Um, so what? That's what your parents thought. That was their idea. That was their, that was their thought process. That was their generation. But it doesn't make it true for you. And so what I'm trying to help you all understand is the power of understanding yourselves and really taking that power back to realize that you can still create all that you want and get to have it all as long as you give yourselves the opportunity to realize what is the distraction. What have I put in front of my live streams? Where did that come from? How come I plan on using this emotion rather than using the emotion of excitement and, and feeling giddy and funny about it and realizing, wow, like for, for once in my life, I'm going to have the opportunity to have this in my life. Rather than going into the level of excitement, a lot of us just tend to walk away and give up and decide, you know what, it looks so much better in my neighbor's parking lot. Or it looks so much better, you know, that my my family or my, my friends are going on that trip, but you know, I can't I can't do that two thousand five hundred dollar trip this year or next year. Um, so again, what are you doing to yourselves? What is it that you're doing? And and how come it's better to do that and cop out and really just walk away from your life dreams? Rather than just tackling it, just tackling the situation, tackling the issue. Let's begin to finish all those projects that we started. Let's begin to close all of those chapters in in our lives that really don't need to be open anymore. A lot of times people keep going back and forth to the same relationship, to to their ex-relationship. And they're an ex for a reason. If it didn't work out the first time, it's okay to move on. But we put so much emphasis on wanting to stay in this comfortable place that we have created that even though it may appear to be comfortable, if they're an ex, it wasn't wasn't positive. Might be comfortable and it might be the known and it might be something that, that you stayed around because you felt sorry for them, you felt sorry for yourself, you didn't want to start all over again, but... But being true to yourself, which is what I'm asking you all to do in all of these episodes, is be true to your essence. What what makes you happy? Where are you going to get the joy? Where are you going to find this place where you can live with yourself and understand that this is really what you want? This is really what you deserve and that you're willing to do a little bit of work. Just to get past it, it's just a hurdle, it's just a hump in the road, just, just something that you've got to get over and once you do, you're free, you're free. You get your freedom back, you get to enjoy what you really wanted, you get to feel good about yourself because now you feel empowered. Wow, if I attracted this, imagine all the great things that I can attract for myself. That's only going to build good positive self-esteem, that's going to build very strong confidence in yourself. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make you feel like your life has finally shifted into what you wanted it to be. How exciting is that for everybody? Is that you're not stuck in this place where you feel like you're in a black hole, but that you finally came out and the black hole is nowhere around, right? You're just, you're just moving ahead. You're moving forward. 
And so how exciting would that be? How, how does that make you feel? Where in your body are you feeling that level of happiness, that level of joy, that, that giddiness, that, that knowing that, wow, I can finally get what I wanted and I can feel good that I have it because I did it for myself. What a sense of accomplishment, right? So we went from self-destruction and self-mutilation and, and hurting ourselves emotionally to really having an opportunity to seek in the future what it is that we've always wanted that we didn't dare to do for ourselves, that we really didn't give ourselves the chance or opportunity to go for. And so in this case, I call all of these little pieces of debris that show up, they're all just distractions. They're just ways that we create an excuse, um, just a formality to, okay, let me give this a name. Let me call this fear now. Let me just call this um, uncertainty. Let me just call this um, something that I never thought that I could achieve or that I could accomplish for myself. And like I said a little while ago, sometimes we even go as far as blaming others for, for this uncertainty and the, and the not wanting to take the opportunity and the risk. So we're going to be talking a little bit about risks today and what, what, it, what happens to us when we finally get to, to take that leap of faith and we actually get to dive into what it is that we really want to create for ourselves in our lives and, and that we have the opportunity today to learn not only to identify what was getting in the way and the distractions that we were creating, but also how to begin to dissolve and dilute all of the emotions that, that have really um, created a lot of the blocks for us and a lot of the resistance that we've created. So we're going to be taking a commercial break and we're going to be returning so we can talk a little bit more on this topic and we can um, dive into a little bit more about risks and risk taking. Thank you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Most of us have experienced the loss of a loved one, be it a friend or family member. There are all kinds of questions and emotional pain that we go through, but you can move on. Listen for From Morning to Morning with Rabbi Mel Glazer. It doesn't matter what faith you are, or if you even have no faith, you are sure to find meaning in Rabbi Mel's words and personal experience, as well as that of his guests. From Morning to Morning airs live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. are tuned into It's Absolutely All About You. To reach Eileen Nunez or her guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to famwellhealing at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. So we're going to be talking a little bit about risks and the things that get in the way and what it's like when we are afraid of taking risks or we don't know how, um, how, the, how, how taking these risks are going to be affecting us. And 
when we think about risks in our lives and what has happened in our past, a lot of times the reason we don't take risks are for, for many reasons. One being that we were taught as we were little that taking risks was irresponsible, it was reckless, it wasn't the responsible thing to do. And so we want to begin to dissect what taking risks really means to you because taking the leap of faith sounds really great on paper. It sounds really great when somebody can um, can actually um, dive into something without knowing what's on the other end or what's on the other side. But it's not realistic to think that we're just going to take that chance of of diving into an opportunity or diving into something without having a lot of information or enough information to make a good decision, right? So with all of these segments that you've had here at uh, voiceamerica.com with It's Absolutely All About You, one of the things that I have reinforced time and time again in the programs is that having information for yourself and understanding yourselves well enough to know, okay, what happens if I take a risk or what what would happen if I um, decided that I was going to take this opportunity or I was going to dive into something without knowing? We're not all going to respond the same way. For, for some people, it's easier to take risks because they don't carry a lot of fear. And for others, it's life-changing to take a risk. So... Once more, I'm going to ask you to assess what has happened in your past when you did take a risk and what was the worst that happened or that could have happened for taking that risk. And so when you begin to assess and understand that taking risks, if it's something that you believe strongly enough that it's good for you, then it doesn't come with with a risky situation. It doesn't seem to be something that could harm you in any way. A lot of times we want what other people have because it seems so glamorous or it seems so powerful when they have it. And so a lot of tendencies many times is that we want it because somebody else is going through that in their journey. And so it seems like they're wearing it and it seems so great and powerful for them What about me just diving into doing the same thing they did because they seem to be very successful and it it appears that they're doing really well and they, they talk about being happy. So why not just take the opportunity of tailgating somebody else's, somebody else's journey. And so because you don't really believe that it's good for you because it's not necessarily your journey or it's not necessarily what it is that you wanted to attract that's where it becomes a slippery slope. That's where it becomes very cautious for you not to want to take these risks or not to want to take the opportunity of moving forward for yourselves. So you want to begin to identify which dreams are really yours, right? Which dreams, which life dreams you really want for yourself rather than thinking of the ones that your parents had written out for you somewhere or your neighbors and friends are doing out there for themselves. So being true to yourself is really, really being true to yourself. Okay, finding that true essence of who you really are, what really matches up to who you are today, right? Because a lot of times, you know, when we were little, we wanted to be someone or something when we grew up. 
And we didn't end up being that because we understood that, you know, not everybody could be a fireman or a fire person or a police person. So, okay, we understood that we were all saying that or a lot of us were saying that or nurses or doctors or lawyers because that's what everybody else was saying, right? It's like follow the leader. I mean, that we were great at playing that we were little, but we're not doing that anymore as adults. So having clarity of who you really are and what your dreams really are so that when you go out there and you're in search of these dreams, they, they feel so right and they feel so good for you that taking the leap of faith or, or really structuring yourself to follow that life dream in your journey, it's almost like it's second nature to you. It's almost like you can't do it any other way. This is the only way. This is the only route that you have to get to where you want to go. And so the fear and the anxiety many times subsides because the fear and the anxiety of the unknown is because it really wasn't your dream, okay? So following your dream means you need to identify what that dream is or what those dreams are, right? Because it doesn't need to just be one thing. And when I talk about having a life of of having it all, what I mean is finding ways that you can find your true happiness with connecting to who you, you really are and, and what it is that you've always really wanted for yourself, not what everybody else thought was a good idea for you because, you know, I remember talking to my son one time and telling him, well, Mike, you have such a photographic memory. You should be a lawyer, right? We all want our kids to be a doctor or a lawyer. And he was like, well, let me try, mom. Let's see. And he took a, a couple courses in, in college in political science. Is like, no, like this is not me at all. I want to be an actor because I'm so good at, you know, reading script. And, and again, he used his photographic memory to go into the acting field and to go into the music production field because he felt like he could really connect and grasp with, with those ideas and with what it was that he was reading. Why? Because there was a connection. There was a soul connection with him and, and the information that he was reading, well, where political science just was not for him. And so sometimes we've got to be really true to who we are and and what it is and what dream we have for ourselves. I recall um, my other son, Danny, being six years old and he wanted to be a doctor and he wanted to be a surgeon. (laughs) And at six, it's hilarious because you watch this little kid, you know, talking about, well, I want to be a surgeon when I grow up and I, I want to do, you know, brain surgery. And we were like all, well, okay. And guess what? That's, that's what he has pursued in his own career path. So for some of us, we know when we're really little, what it is that we want to be and what we want to do when we grow up. But for others, We just follow what everybody else is saying because we're not sure. And that's okay too. But as adults, finally coming to this place where you get to decide, guys, you get to pick from the hat whatever it is that you want. And you get to look at the paper and you get to get excited about what it is that you have chosen because it's such a good match with who you really are that it's inevitable for you to follow that dream and that passion it's inevitable. There, you don't want to place distractions. You don't want to create things that are going to get in the way. You want everything out. You want to clean up your road. You want to make sure that the journey comes with a clean slate when it comes with 
with just an open path, that the doors ahead of you are wide open, filled with light. So identifying what risks mean to you and why it is that you are creating so much panic and anxiety inside of you will also help you understand whether it's it's really your dream or it's really somebody else's dream for you. And many times that's where we get to settle, right? We hear that all the time. I see people settle in careers and I see them settle in relationships. And, and it's so sad to watch somebody give up their life and just, just understand that, you know, mediocrity is, is the way to go and, and not, not really wanting to dig deeper to figure out, you know, what, what makes them who they really are, what takes them to, to feeling passionate and purposeful for what they do and what it is that they want to attract next in their life. So to watch that is also a very sad scenario. So if you're someone out there that feels that you're settling and that you're just, um, you're just holding on to this comfort level because it's the only way you know how to do this or it's the only, it's the only thing that you think you can do. I'm telling you, no, you're wrong. You, you've got you've to gotta be true to yourself. You've got to go deeper and realize what, what makes you feel good, what puts a smile on your face, what makes you feel like you've connected to something. How does that how how does that impact you? How you you want to assess all of this information because again, this is you doing your own help, your own self-work, your own self-help. This is you just realizing and assessing this is the kind of person that you are. This is what really works for you. This is what was getting in the way. This was not my dream. This is my dream. This is really really my dream. Because when you're in that place, when you're in that pathway, the doors do begin to open. And guess what? Your heart opens. And when your heart opens and you request from the universe what it is that you really want, 99% of the time it shows up because you're coming from a clean place, because you're coming from clarity. You're coming from an understanding that it's inevitable for you to have what you wanted. It's inevitable. It has to happen for you because you've always wanted it. You had just forgotten that you wanted it or you had given up on wanting it, right? We do that a lot. We give up a lot. We walk away and we pretend like we didn't want that anymore. Oh, no, you know, just not for me. I don't think so. That used to be who I used to be. And, and again, sometimes that, that is true. Sometimes we do put things away because we realize as grown-ups that, no. Oh, Maybe that's what I used to like when I was little, but it's not really what I want today. But being true to yourself today and assessing that the reason why there was panic, why there was fear, why there was um, some people get terrified when you talk about taking a risk or taking a chance on themselves. Many times people will tell me, Eileen, I don't trust my judgment. That's a terrible place to be. When you don't trust your judgment, when you don't think you make good decisions, again, you want to go back. You want to realize, okay, these are the good decisions that I made, right? Because everything is not all or nothing or black or white, right? Everything is somewhere in the middle. We want to figure out, okay, there has been moments that you did make a good decision. So we assess those. We pull those out. 
and and then we we realized what was happening at the time that they made those good decisions. And then we go back to why it is that you say that you don't make good decisions or that you can't trust your decisions. What happened to you? When did that start? Where do you feel like you made a decision and then regretted the decision that you made? Because all of this is to get a complete, clear understanding of who you are. Because knowing who you are helps you to direct where you're going, how it's going to show up, what it feels like to already be there. And you can begin to envision this future that you have already created in your mind. And because you've created it in your mind, it already exists. Very powerful stuff, guys, right? Really, really powerful stuff. If you've created it in your mind and you can envision yourself already there, you've opened up the door to this future. And so giving up on the dream is not really an option if this is what you feel is your heart's desire. If this is what your heart is screaming for you to do and for you to connect to this new opportunity, it's inevitable for you to walk away. It will nudge at you every single time. So understanding that the only reason why you were afraid of taking risks in the past or the main reason is because it really wasn't the best path for you or you didn't really believe it was what you really wanted. But having a knowing of what it is that you want, having a knowing that you're going to get there or that you're going to attract it or you're going to acquire that, having that knowing just helps you manifest it. That's where things resonate for us. That's where we feel connected. That's where we attract and manifest exactly what we want. And it shows up. But see, very important to understand the distractions that you were creating before. And for many, thank goodness you were creating those distractions, right? Because who wants to live somebody else's dreams? Or who wants to live out and enjoy somebody else's dreams? You're going to be miserable. Because you weren't true to yourself. And you forgot to be true to you. And many times that's what we learn. Many times that's what happens. Even as little kids, you know, they talk about the leaders and the followers. Just because you're a follower when you were little doesn't mean you're a follower now. And it does, this has nothing to do with being a leader or a follower. This has to do with figuring out who you really are and being true to yourself. Having a sense of loyalty that you are going to achieve this passion, this joy in your life because it's what you've always wanted for yourself. And the other thing that I'm going to advise all of you is don't ask people a lot of questions. Go in with a, with a resolve. Go in with determination. This is what I want. This is what I'm going to get. I'm coming in here today because this is what I came to pick up. This is what I'm doing for myself. Because when you ask people their opinion, they're entitled to give you an opinion. And they're also entitled to talk you out of your dream. And that happens all the time. 
right? We talk to people, we ask their opinion, or we give them a little bit of information as to what we want to do. And because it's not their dream, they're going to tell you, oh, you're not going to get that, or that's not good for you, or try this instead. Why? Because it's not their dream. It's not the life they've envisioned. So be true to you. That's all you've got to do. In this process of emotional healing and releasing these blocks that you have put in the way, it's almost like you set it up. You've set up the blocks. You've set up the distractions. You created this world of chaos. You put out all of the excuses why you shouldn't continue to pursue your dreams. You've done this. And like I always say, the great news is that you have the power to take it all down. You have the power to put it all away and decide, you know what? This place looks really messy. I really want to clean up my road. I like a journey when there's not so much clutter and so much chaos going on around me. So let me just clean it up. Let me just clean it up with the intention of knowing that it's because it's for, it's for my own good. It's because I'm going to be true to me today. I'm going to be loyal to Eileen. I'm going to be loyal to myself. I want to live out my life's dreams and I deserve to have it all. And as I do that, I'm learning about myself. I'm understanding myself. I'm even reassessing my dreams, which I had forgotten that I even had any or what they even were. And I'm going to dissect and understand which ones are mine and which ones never belong to me. Because like we spoke about a little while ago, there were dreams that were never yours. There were ideas that never belonged to you. I've worked with clients that took, went to law school, came home with a diploma. Here, mom and dad, now I'm going to go to college and I'm going to do what I really want to do. How crazy is that? So much time, effort, attention, energy spent just trying to please somebody else, just trying to live out somebody else's dream for you. So I'm leaving you with a few minutes to go ahead and think this over. We're going to be talking the last segment of the show on what your dreams are, how to acquire those, how to really understand the passions and what you are passionate about and how you're going to begin to manifest this life that you've dreamt of. We're going on a break and we'll be right back. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Encouraged and connected on our lively, award-winning Healthy Living Power Hour. Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. stop to question yourself? Is there more that you could be doing in your life to help you? How can you manifest real change in the world? 
The answers to these and other questions about ourselves lie in sustainability from within. Featuring host Silvelli Salviato, you can take the either or and change it into both and. If you want to make real changes in yourself, your life, and your world, you can't miss one show. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to It's Absolutely All About You. To reach Eileen Nunez or her guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to famwellhealing at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. So going to the end of the segment and understanding that the emotional healing process is very important in, our, in order for us to be able to achieve what we really want, um, we're going to be going into a little bit of the information from the beginning where we were talking about the emotions that were getting in the way. And I'm going to give you four emotions that are typically the ones that block us or create this distraction from us getting ahead and and really moving ourselves into that next place in our life. And the emotions that typically come into place are fear, anger, guilt, and sadness. Those are the the four primary emotions that typically get in the way and really can paralyze us from having this true intention of of taking our our lives into that next level. And so when you realize what has gotten in the way and the distractions that you set up for yourselves, you want to understand which is the first emotion that comes to mind. Um, For some people, sadness, they they cry over many things or they cry a lot or they um, tend to go into a depressive state. Um, when they feel like they're at a loss, they begin to feel very hopeless and, and not feeling like they have the ability to get themselves into a good place. Um, for other people, it's the anger and resentment, the frustration towards themselves for knowing that they're in an unpleasant situation, but they've stayed there anyway, right? Because a lot of times we realize how how upsetting it is that we've allowed ourselves to be in a situation that that hasn't been the best for us. Um, guilt. Guilt is another one that we've talked about extensively in these programs because guilt is something that we tend to carry around. The guilt of what we did to other people, the guilt of not not accomplishing what other people wanted for us. And, and guilt is, is, a, is one of the higher um, ranked emotions that tends to get in the way when we create these distractions, like I said a little while ago, this college student, you know, who got a degree in law school just to appease his parents. I mean, that came with guilt. Um, and it was a lot of guilt for many years. And so these are very predominant emotions. But most importantly, you're going to figure out that there's one that you tend to use the most, and in part of assessing your situation and understanding, 
if it is sadness for you, if it is the anger, if it is the guilt, whichever one it is that, that's getting in the way, fear, right? Fear is, is also up there because fear um, paralyzes us. It doesn't, it doesn't allow us to have this movement forward. We, we stay stuck. We feel like we don't have movement in our lives. So assessing which of these emotions is the one that's getting in the way, you're going to have the ability of writing yourselves a letter, so that you can begin to heal from from the sadness or from whatever emotion it is that you that you choose is the most predominant one for you. And in this letter, you're going to allow yourself to part with this emotion. And for and for keeping this emotion around enough that it kept it kept you stable, right? It kept you somewhere in in, in a level of stability because you felt that it grounded you, you felt safe holding on to this emotion. But it's really time to part ways with this emotion because it's gone in the way. And so in this, in this process of writing the letter, you're going to address it to yourself, dear so-and-so, dear Eileen. I want to thank you so much for having this emotion. And you're going to write a gratitude letter, thanking yourselves for holding on to this emotion because... All along the time and along this journey, it has helped you keep yourself grounded and safe from pursuing something that perhaps wasn't what was best for you. So as you mention this and you can give yourself the opportunity not to be so hard on yourselves and punish yourself or put yourselves down for this emotion, on the contrary, you want to you appreciate that this emotion, this emotion kept you safe. That this emotion kept you in the place that was necessary for you. Again, like today, you're assessing a situation so that you can finally get out of it. But understanding that the emotion was necessary for as long as you kept it around. And the letter can be a few paragraphs. The letter can be a few, a few lines, a few pages. Some people get, you know, very emotional and, and it's important for them to write everything out into this letter and and then keep it and keep it as a reminder of who you used to be and how holding on to this particular emotion for you was necessary to come to to where you are today and part of the process of being loyal to yourself and being true to yourself is also realizing that because of this because of this, you were able to hold yourself to a place where you still f- still felt comfortable and you still felt empowered in the situation or whatever type of scenario you found yourself in, okay? So part of the healing process or the emotional healing pl- process is to identify the emotion, be grateful that you've had the emotion, write it on a piece of paper, and I, I really always suggest writing. The computer... You tend to lose emotion when you're writing in a computer or you're, you're writing, you know, through text messages or writing yourself an email. I really would like to encourage that you write yourself a letter and really don't hold back and just really go into writing everything that, that you feel this emotion has done for you. The good, the bad and the ugly, right? Because all of it is necessary to, to have it on this letter. But most importantly, what happens through this transformation in writing the letter is that you get to release this emotion and put it on a piece of paper. 
So this is an emotion that you don't need to be thinking about all the time now. And it's not an emotion and it's not a thought that you're holding on to. So it's really important that you get to do this exercise for yourselves so that the emotional healing process begins and you will begin to understand all the different distractions that you created and all of the different situations and scenarios that you kept around just to keep yourselves safe from from moving forward or moving ahead in this life of your dreams. And so after you've done this exercise, you realize that you don't have to be that person anymore. You get to understand that that's who you used to be and those are emotions that you used to carry and those are thoughts that used to hold you back and they used to keep you safe, but that now you're in this position and in this place of really having the clarity of what it is that you've envisioned for yourself and where it is that you want to see your life's dreams and your passions and your purpose from this point on. So giving you all this opportunity to really, whether through a reflection, whether through a meditation, whether you just decide to go into um, a place all by yourselves and just reflect and grab a piece of paper or pen or pencil and really pour out all of this emotion that has kept you in this darkness of your, of living life but not living the life of your dreams. You get to be very understanding with who you really are and you get to be very nice and very pleasant and very kind to to yourselves for holding on to this emotion. It's a very powerful experience and it's a very powerful example of being able to create the emotional healing that will be necessary in order for you to have that life and begin to attract and manifest um, all those all those different ideas and different dreams that you have put aw- that you have put away or that you've put aside for so long. So really being kind to yourself at this point, right? We're not going to be beating ourselves up. That's why the anger, the resentment, the regrets, the disappointment, all of that is is so unnecessary because you did the best that you could trying to save and protect yourselves. And for all of you out there that have been living out a dream that someone else had assigned to you or, or lived out a life that you thought was just to get by and you settled in this, in this place or in this realm of your life, it's really important that you're in this place now and that you can assess and understand that you have the right to have that, that life that you've that you thought never belonged to you or that you thought that was too hard to even attain. But you get to realize that it's not that far off as long as you begin this process of being true to yourself and understanding that you don't need to hold on to the emotions and that you don't need to continue to create distractions or excuses as to why you can't have that life anymore. So that opportunity of you holding on to this past or this way of creating for yourselves what 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 was that was showing up because at the end you have been manifesting all along whether through a distraction whether you've created blocks whether you've created all these negative reasons why not to you are still manifesting exactly where you are today 
So I want you all to understand and to leave here today understanding that whether it was a life of your dreams or it was contrary to the life of your dreams, you did this to yourself. You still created what has happened and what has gone on in your life because of the emotions that you held on to, because of the thoughts that you decided you were going to keep while you put aside the ones that you didn't want to hold on to. And so understanding that all along you have created and you have manifested exactly where you are today. And all I'm asking you to to do today is to shift so that you're not just getting by and you're not just settling and you're not just being mediocre or having a mediocre life, but really just letting go of all of those hurdles that you put in your path and just have a clean road, have that clean journey of realizing that what's up ahead has already been created by you and that whatever you begin to see in your future, whatever you begin to envision, it's because it's already a creation. It's a creation in your mind. It's a creation in your thoughts. You're connecting an emotion, a powerful, clean emotion, not a negative emotion, a positive emotion to where it is that you're heading and where it is that you will end up. And I promise you, this works. And I know for a fact because it's my story. And I've always wanted to write a book. And I always wanted to to help people. And, and whether through psychotherapy, whether through coaching, I always wanted to make an impact and help people find ways to be better than they used to be. And whether I work with children, I work with couples, or I work with adults, it is about empowering others to help them understand that they deserve to have greatness. And here I am. And this is is something, again, that I know works because I've applied it in my own life. And so I want you all to spend this week just really being grateful and being kind to yourselves and being true to you. We're so loyal or we try to be so loyal to so many people around us, even our employers sometimes, people we don't even know, people that we just met, people at school, professors. Just be true to you. Don't put yourselves, don't put yourselves down. Don't dismiss who you really are because there's a great person inside that deserves to have it all and deserves to have it in so many different levels. And all I'm encouraging you all to do today is to give yourselves the opportunity to make it all about you. And this is a great way to start, and this is a great exercise for the summer to begin to assess who you really are today and what your real dreams are. And then just go out and enjoy that journey to having that joyful living experience that you all deserve, connecting to your greatness. And so we've had an amazing show today, a lot of information. If you have any questions, as always, you can log in to famwellhealing at gmail.com. And I'm more than happy to answer any questions. Um, Hope you all have a safe and an amazing week and that you continue to be kind, loving to yourselves. And remember, it's absolutely all about you. Thank you. And we'll be on next week, um, Friday at 5 p.m. Thank you. Have a great week. We 
We appreciate you tuning into the program this week. Please join Eileen Nunez for another edition of It's Absolutely All About You on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk again next week.